Ready to start the next chapter of your career? Earn an executive MBA from Georgetown McDonough. Designed for working professionals and ranked number one in the world for international business by the Financial Times, the program features two global residencies, mentorship opportunities, a vibrant campus community, and the access only Washington, D.C. can offer. See how Georgetown's Executive MBA can help you advance at choosegeorgetown.com EMBA. The Financial Times occupies an audaciously undistinguished building on the fringes of the city in which the carpet tiles are coffee-stained, functional desks are arranged in lines, and mice roam freely. Yet to me, the office is entirely satisfactory as it has each of the four things I mind about most. There are interesting people to talk to, a desk of my own that I can keep as tidy or as messy as I like, a location easy to get to on a bicycle, and a man on the door who says, Hello, Lucy, every time I go in. In an ideal world, three further things would be nice. A bit more daylight, a view of something other than the hideous red brick building opposite, and a temperature that is neither boiling nor freezing. But then I suppose you can't have everything. Or can you? Over the last few months, I've been visiting a series of brand new offices whose owners are so pleased with them that they've invited me, along with an FT camera crew, inside to snoop around. The first thing I noticed is that people have got better at building offices. They're no longer designing white-collar factories for getting your head down. Neither are they building places intended to inspire fear and envy by the extent of the marble reception hall or size of the indoor waterfall. Instead, the modern office is a bright, egalitarian space, a temple to fun and creativity. It doesn't matter how uncreative your business, you can be a firm of accountants or a multinational selling soap powder, The emphasis is still on playfulness with a look that's somewhere between kindergarten and modern furniture showroom. In all the offices I visited, flickering fluorescent lights are out and funky lampshades are in. Primary colours are everywhere. There are no straight lines. At the CBI, possibly the least playful organisation in the country... Each employee has a coaster on their desk with a picture of themselves pulling a funny face. Everything is arranged to encourage meeting and mingling. There are pods and hubs and seats upholstered in jewel colours. The needs of the worker, never something that office designers were in the least concerned about in the past, are now taken seriously. There are comfy, private places for them to make phone calls and healthy food to be had, fancy gyms and even meditation rooms. But is this progress? Even though I detest the infantilising primary colours and the embarrassing insistence on compulsory fun, I can't pretend that these new offices don't look nicer than my own. Yet I'm still not sure how much difference it makes to the experience of the people who work in them. Cooler furniture surely doesn't mean higher productivity. At home, I care about my surroundings more than is seemly. I've just bought a lampshade so expensive that I've had to tell myself that it's not really a lampshade at all but a work of art to justify the scale of the outlay. Yet as soon as I get to the office, I take a rest from such mercenary excesses. 
The style of the lights doesn't move me at all. I simply don't care. None of it belongs to me. I'm not responsible for it. And that feels like a relief. The one thing I did covet in some of the offices were the views. To sit with London spread out at your feet must feel good. But even then, I'm not sure how much difference it makes. The FT offices have four sides, three of which offer dismal views, while one looks out over the Thames towards St Paul's. Yet the people with the river view don't strike me as any more productive or happier than anyone else. The only difference is how they respond if anyone suggests that they move desks. Like most privileges, the river gives a minor boost on receipt, but if you try to take it away, all hell breaks loose. Yet even with a great view and jaunty decor and a great canteen, I still wouldn't swap any of the offices I visited for my own. In almost all of them, one big thing was badly wrong. Too many of the desks were empty. This is the great irony of modern working life. Just as architects and designers are learning how to build nicer offices, workers are losing the habit of working in them. The only office I visited that was properly populated was the one where working at home is frowned on and where everyone had their own desk. At all the others, flexible working was encouraged and hot desking was rampant. Anyone sufficiently retro to turn up at the office could therefore expect to find half their team at home and have to content themselves with sitting at any old desk surrounded either by randomers or by no one at all. Set against this, the sleek design and great canteen amount to nothing. After all, where is the joy in office life if you can't rely on seeing the same people every day and being able to say to them, wasn't Homeland brilliant last night? Ready to start the next chapter of your career? Earn an executive MBA from Georgetown McDonough. Designed for working professionals and ranked number one in the world for international business by the Financial Times, the program features two global residencies, mentorship opportunities, a vibrant campus community, and the access only Washington, D.C. can offer. See how Georgetown's Executive MBA can help you advance at choosegeorgetown.com slash EMBA.